Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Seldico, founder, coming at you live for tonight's episode of the Post Daily Dose, the best little parenting show on the internet. I'm going to, of course, plug the books really quick while you guys are signing in for our talk tonight. Uh, Brian's book, From Fear to Love. You can pick this up on promotion. That's the best price at feartolovebook.com. We have this on our website, postinstitute.com, and also on Amazon, but I have a package you can get this little package where you can get both of these books at the best price for the two. You can get that at postinstitute.com. And then we have our great workbook um, coming soon to print on our website. And until then, you can pick it up in print on Amazon. Joni, I'm so glad you're here. We're just getting started. Um, I thought about last night, actually, when I was re-listening, I hope that you heard my humor. I have to remind myself that, you know, when we haven't met each other, like, in person, sometimes um, people don't always get my sense of humor. So, now that you're here, we can start. <laughs> so, uh, our topic this week, or until we feel like we're, we've exhausted it, is about this concept of our window of stress tolerance. So it's a metaphor, right? You know, like a window in our house or a window in our car. And what we were talking about yesterday was the understanding that this is not a fixed, it's not a fixed thing. It's a, uh, it's a plastic, <laughs> it's a plastic thing. It's, it's, uh, it's flexible within our, uh, you know, our personality is a part of it. Our neurobiology is a very huge part of it. Our neurobiology also has a big piece in terms of our ability to how we handle stimulation in general, um, and then our self-care. So I feel like there are very important layers for us to understand in ourselves and also in others with regards to this concept of the win our window of tolerance and what things affect our window of tolerance. So, um, um, last night we talked about, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. I kind of gave a big, like, blah, like a, but I'm going to break it down into a little bit smaller bites today and go into a couple of things a little bit deeper. We talked about sleep and nutrition as being two very, very foundational elements to our window of stress tolerance. And we talked about that experience of being hangry, that hungry, angry, because our blood sugar's dropped. We don't have enough protein. We, you know, our body just doesn't have enough fuel in it to do what it is that we're trying to ask it to do. And that is really, really, really preventable and really important. And uh, I even, like, it's so important and so preventable that... It's something that I have said and talked about so much in my family and with my child that at one point when she was probably like five, six, seven, you know, in that time frame where she really got it and she had experienced 
when um, I hadn't eaten or when she hadn't eaten and she was really cranky or I was really cranky. So it even got to the point where she was so knowledgeable about this that before we would go like to the grocery store, she would be, she would remind me, she would say, mom, we need to make sure that we have something to eat before we go so we don't get too cranky. Then we get halfway into it and get all cranky because you know how stimulating it is at the grocery store. And I'll tell you what, I love that. I don't know how you all feel as parents when your children correct you or direct you, but when they correct or direct me from things that I have taught them but then fell off the wagon about or forgot about or was in too big of a hurry or whatever, 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 I love it. I absolutely love it because then it's like, I know that they like really got it and I'm completely open to corrections. So, you know, it. I just think that's a really wonderful thing. So we talked just a little bit about sleeping and nutrition. That is so important and how we're prone to reach for junk food snacks when we are in that state. And that only gives us a little tiny bit. It gives us like a rush of sugar, just like our kids. And then we have to deal with a sugar crash. I did a quick little, you know, 21 healthy snacks. And you know what? On that list of 21 healthy snacks that I pulled up, Dana Snickers were on there. No, it's things like peanut butter and celery. It's things like almonds. It's things like hard-boiled eggs. So it's all things that have protein. So as you are thinking about that, one of the things, especially if you're an on-the-go family, um, grab some whole grain or some of the kind bars or something along that line that actually have some substance to it. Keep a box of them in your car. That way... You know, when it comes and you forgot to eat or you don't have the money or you don't want to spend the money going through the drive-thru because now you're going to have to buy something for everybody, you know, if you're in that space, well, you know, now you've got a box of something that's going to keep you sustained until you can get a real meal. So that is my nutrition tip. Um, my big focus though tonight is about exercise. I did a little reading and I found out some really interesting things. I mean, a lot of us know, generally speaking, that exercise is good for us, blood circulation, it helps your dopamine, it helps your blood flow, but I learned some things that I did not know. Um, first of all, in a lot of research, they break it into two different kinds of exercise. There's skilled exercise and pure aerobic exercise. So for some people, it's pure aerobic to just go run and there's not a, you don't have to like think of the steps. It doesn't require a lot of coordination. And for others of us, you know, taking a little jog might actually be skilled exercise. So I don't want to qualify this all too much, except skilled exercise is, is activities that also incorporate either different body movements, so you're moving all different parts of your body, or you're working on like a swim stroke or something like that, or maybe you're in a dance class or a Zumba class, or maybe it's doing, you know, movement while you're working. So you're working different parts of your brain at the same time. Here's something I found extremely interesting, that when you're doing skilled exercise, it has a positive effect on your hippocampus, your subventricle zone, and your prefrontal cortex. 
It also has, so let's talk about, let's have this refresher again. I'm going to have pulled this refresher up. Um, the parts of the brain that are damaged uh, in relationship, come on, there we go, in relationship to trauma, the hippocampus. This is part of the brain that deals with memory. It helps you store new information and pull old memories up and, and pull up old memories. Damage to the hippocampus could look like flashbacks or being forgetful, the inability to remember important facts and procedures on your job, or the inability to store new information and memories causing you to make mistakes at work. Exercise can help regenerate cells in your hippocampus. That's great news, isn't it? The prefrontal cortex. This part of the brain regulates our emotional responses. We call on this part of the brain frequently to keep us from outbursts of anger or sadness. Children's prefrontal cortex are not completely developed yet. That's why emotional regulation isn't something that you're born with, but it's part of what grows. It's part of your emotional maturation. The prefrontal cortex helps us to keep us from having outbursts of anger and sadness. This is a part of the brain that is not yet developed in children. And part of the reason why, if they don't get their way, they throw tantrums. If we don't get our way, I don't know why they just say kids do that. Because I see all kinds of grown-ups throwing tantrums when they get their way. Think about NFL football coaches on the sidelines throwing their headphones. That's an adult tantrum. Yelling in traffic as if that's going to somehow make the cars move faster. We adults throw tantrums as well. When we stress, we regress. Our brains get overwhelmed with cortisol. Exercise also helps us to release some of that, um, that energy, you know, that kind of <laughs> energy that we can get built up in our systems. Exercise helps release that. The other thing that I found also very interesting is that exercise helps to create glutamate, Glutamate is a neurotransmitter that's responsible for over 90% of our synaptic connection. Part of the reason I looked at that was as I was talking back in February and I was telling you about testing that's available for neurotransmitters and hormones through the urine through urine testing. Um, I know at least four families where there's a history of pre-birth and early life trauma. And glutamate levels are completely, completely off the charts kind of out of whack. And so hearing about the benefits of exercise, to me, the added benefits, and it doesn't, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying, you know, everybody needs to go and be a fitness freak. If it's your thing, it's your thing, and that's great. I'm not trying to harsh on anybody. But just hearing these small benefits makes me go, you know, why not pull up something on YouTube or get those get that dance party game out? Because when you're using your brain and your body together and you're trying to follow directions, the benefits are incredible. And so we're talking about how this ties in. We're talking about how to expand our window of stress tolerance. Well, exercise is one way to help expand more flexibility in your stress tolerance because of all these amazing things it does for our brain. So we've talked about sleep, we've talked about nutrition, and now we've talked about exercise. We're going to talk more about social and spiritual things, about our our intellect, things that we feed ourselves in that way. Uh, Joni said twister after COVID. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Get Twister out and play that with your game, with your kids. That. 
So you have to know, you know, in my world, um, we have to get creative about physical activity and um, reading this is really going to be an inspiration for me to come up with uh, more creative ways for us to have more activity in our household. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, I remember. It was asked last night, Heather asked about what about for our children? How do we help our children expand their window of stress tolerance? Well, when we understand the effect of trauma on the brain, we understand how it has caused uh, differences in their neurobiology, like literal differences in their neurotransmitters and in their hormones, then that tells us, that helps us understand why their window of stress tolerance sometimes can be very limited and how they can be easily overwhelmed because of the sensitive amygdala of the stimulation in the environment. So, one of the best ways that our children learn is by watching this. So, one of the easiest ways to begin helping our children expand their window of stress tolerance is they're watching you. They're watching your self-care and how you handle stress. So one of the first ways to teach is by modeling because they are watching you all the time. So them watching how you take care of your nutrition, how you take care of your sleep, how you take care of your activities, and the more you speak about it, like the more you say things like, oh, I'm feeling really fatigued, which really makes me feel like I don't want to exercise, but I know if I do, it's going to help me feel better. So I'm going to do 15 minutes today. I'm going to do 30 minutes today, whatever. And the more you can involve them, and I know at different ages and different stages, they have a different willingness to do that but the more you can involve them the better um so all that talk about playing with your kids is really coming to fruition about some of the reasons why it's so important so regardless what you have been oh and it makes me think about the important like in elementary school ages my gosh the importance of activity and exercise and movement Man, our kids need so much more than what they're getting, right? I mean, they spend so much time sitting at desks and tables listening to adults instruct them. And they really, the benefits of exercise and incorporating movement and learning together, whoa, that's power-packed, isn't it? So we really need to, we really need to get that back into our daily structures. So anything you've been fussing about today, all the stuff you've been teaching about, anything you've been worried about, you can always come back to those things. Press pause on it all. Give yourself a few minutes to get grounded, to get calm, to remind yourself of your purpose and your calling. Take some deep breaths. Give yourself a little self-care. And then go spend some time with your children. Let the love you have from them shine from your eyes. If they experienced early life trauma, they might not have gotten a lot of that adoration. And that adoration really builds them in ways that they don't even realize. 
But man, it's so building. So let the love you have from them shine from your eyes. Let them feel it from your being and go do something enjoyable together. Whatever your family enjoys, take a walk, shoot some baskets, play some catch, wrestle around on the floor together, watch a little TV, cook a meal, create something artistic, um, watch a movie, whatever it looks like, whatever your, whatever way you can connect with your kids it's so important, and everything you're wanting to teach them is right on the other side of that. That is the most important homework you could ever have with your family. And remember, in any given situation, we can act out of those blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. It happens. Our lids get flipped because we're outside of our window of tolerance, and we're stressed out, and we can spew our stress on everyone. Or we can take one to two to three deep breaths and we can choose love. Much love to you guys. We'll see you all tomorrow night. Join us live on weekdays at 6.30 Central Time on Facebook at the Post Institute. Don't forget to get your copy of Brian's best-selling book, From Fear to Love, on promotion. Just pay shipping and handling at www.feartolovebook.com. That's www.feartolovebook.com.